Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from September 27th, 2021 with your host, Nate Laux. Nate's guest today is the mayor of LaPorte, Tom Dermody. Now here's your host, Pastor Nate Laux. Hello, friends. Welcome to Sound Off, a community conversation show where we have a conversation about what's going on in LaPorte County, the state of Indiana, and beyond. I'm glad to have you with us today. Back in the studio with us today is the mayor of the city of LaPorte, Mayor Tom Dermody, but before I get to him, because once I hand it over, who knows if I'll get to talk again. Before we get to him, let's talk about what happened on this day in history. Today's date in history, September 27th, 1938. After German Chancellor Adolf Hitler threatened to invade Czechoslovakia, President Franklin Roosevelt wrote to German Chancellor regarding this threat. Roosevelt, wanting a peaceful resolution, reiterated the need to find a peaceful solution to the issue and to put our egos aside. Hitler responded that Germany was entitled to the area because of the shameful way the Treaty of Versailles, which had ended World War I, had made Germany a pariah, according to Hitler, in the community of nations. Furthermore, Hitler believed that the treaty had given the Germans this area of Czechoslovakia, so it was not an invasion but a reclamation. Hitler assured Roosevelt that he also desired to avoid another large-scale war in Europe as long as everything went Hitler's way. FDR also suggested that a conference of all nations concerned with the current conflict be convened as soon as possible. He appealed to Hitler's ego, saying, should you agree to a solution in this peaceful manner, I'm convinced that hundreds of millions throughout the world would recognize your action as an outstanding historic service to all humanity. FDR then assured Hitler that the U.S. would remain neutral regarding European politics, but that America recognized a responsibility to be involved as part of a world of neighbors. In the end, Hitler ignored the international community's pleas for a peaceful solution and invaded Czechoslovakia in March 1939. The invasion was just the first in Hitler's quest to control Europe and create a Third Reich German geopolitical supremacy. It's a reminder that sometimes things that happen today are the building blocks for bad things to happen in the future. Peace is hard. Peace treaties are made and broken. So it's vital to keep a careful eye on what is happening around the globe so nothing like the rise of Hitler can happen again. On to the show. He's a former state representative, former LaPorte school board member, and current mayor of this fine city of LaPorte, where I call home. Welcome to the show, Tom Dermody. How are you, sir? Nate, it's great to be back. I know you've tried to keep me off for some time, but I knew I would eventually not be denied, and I'm glad to be back with the people. For the record, listeners, because I am straight with you, I can't guarantee you every guest we have is straight with you. I am always straight with you here. I had Tom Dermody on the show, scheduled, and he canceled on me. <laughs> and I wanted to have him on earlier, you know, but here's the thing is, we had Lee Morris, former LaPorte mayor, on the show, and last Friday he was on, a great episode, if you missed it, go listen to it, it's really good, you can find it on hometownnewsnow.com. 
So we have former Lee Morris, uh, former Mayor Lee Morris, on the show. We talked about gerrymandering problem in Indiana. According to a study out of Georgetown that Lee talked about, Indiana is worse than ninety five percent of America when it comes to unequal congressional districts. For the last ten years, Laporte County has been divided with Michigan City in the first district and Laporte in the second district. Now, as we just saw before the show started, United, the city of Laporte is going to be divided into two. Um, Scott Street, I think, is one of the dividers here. Residents in the city will now have two different con- congressional districts. Half of, or maybe maybe two thirds of the city will be in Frank Mervin's district in the first district, and then about a third of their city residents will be in Jackie Walorski's district. So, what are your thoughts on that as the mayor of the city of Laporte? Well, it's a unique line that's drawn through the city of Laporte, and now actually personally moves me west uh, to Porter County. Lake County and so forth. And uh, the one part of it, I guess, is now depending on whoever's in uh, power doesn't matter because uh, it's I'll be pitching Congressman Mervan as well as Congresswoman Walorski for needs of our local community. So I have two to go after now. You have two ears that you can potentially talk to or two ears to ignore you because the constituency isn't that large in Laporte for either one of them. Correct. But I have a way of being annoying, you're so fierce. wear them you're down, fierce. Is wearing them saying? down, and I think those are four ears, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. I actually will have four ears now, and uh, but I'm looking. You know, it is what it is, and uh, we're going to make the best of it, and we will not be denied. We will not be ignored. You're a former state representative. Yes. Uh, there's a big push right now for independent redistricting. What are your thoughts on independent redistricting? Well, coming from where I came with with the city of Rensselaer when I took over the district and. Winnemac, who I love, I love the community of Winnemac, Pulaski County, and then not having they can't they can't hear us. This station doesn't go that far. Hey, You're fine. I'm telling you, you are making strides, and you never know who's listening. <laughs> but uh, you know, and now to more compact because I didn't have part of Michigan Avenue in the city of Laporte. So I think no matter who does it, whether it's independent, whether it's legislatively drawn, uh, there's going to be people that are unhappy and. Uh, I'm excited that Representative Pressel still will re- represent the city of Laporte and, uh, you know, we'll get some more stuff done. All right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in the city of Laporte. If you have a question for Mayor Dermody or a comment, you're welcome to call or text us at the Liquor Vault on air line at 219-362-0522. That's 219-362-0522. Or you can email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Newport Landing. Are we going to get anything other than the apartment buildings uh, constructed this year? I see 7-Elevens going. You know, I want to see some more dirt being moved. What's going on here? Yes, the goal is, and obviously with cost, construction costs, we see that the apartment complex are still waiting on some things to it get looks moving. Great, it does look great, but I want to see that progress happening, that due to materials and so forth, uh, has been difficult to get. And yeah, our, our goal is still to break ground uh, with other opportunities. You know, the Kensington opportunity, hopefully, uh, We'll maybe see something yet this year. What's uh, the Kensington opportunity? Just in case that is on the know. northwest uh, northwest corner of Newport. I mean, Landing. you know, some we of these people don't know who the developers are. It's the Kensington. We hear a grocer is coming there, and uh, what kind of gro- is it? Like an affordable grocer, or maybe the one that might be owned by a European company? Well, affordable is always in the kind of in the thought of the individual person of what's affordable but uh yeah and then we'll have some other announcements coming the key is to get that ground dug and uh again 
with all the cost of materials. I understand it, but I'm impatient. Uh, as well as Don George, you know, we have two bids. Uh, we have a team that's working with the individual that uh, of one bid right now to see what we can get and uh, get that roof either down, repaired, something so that it's safe. I'm going to have Jeff in here, uh, Jeff Basser, pretty soon here. And I'm going to talk to him about that Don George Ford property. If you don't have that building down by the time he comes in here, you know he's going to advocate for that, right? Oh, absolutely. He's already been honest. He shows no mercy to anybody, let me tell you. And that's what I love about him. So that building there, the Don George Ford um, building, which is the former Don George Ford building. By the way, have you ever noticed people in the port, we're still talking about buildings that were, you know, owned 20 30 years ago obviously here with our project at the pack center we took over the former lennox dairy property and lennox dairy hasn't been open in my lifetime but anyway so the former dodge john george ford property i thought had a potential buyer what happened well they did not meet the average of two appraisals and by state statute you have to go out and rebid and now we're open to um any of the bids negotiating to get what we want we want to have access to the water uh, we want to have avail public access so that people you know can still kayak there but also develop it into something so uh, i'm excited we'll see what comes of the negotiations of the discussion and if i just could put out there i love all that you're doing over there at the pack center but how many people have told me about their favorite milkshake from lennox dairy when they'd go in and get it back in the day you know for grandfathers like you i mean i'm sure it's a, a, a welcome memory and and i do appreciate it and we kept the mural for Lennox Dairy up in our Education Resource uh, Center because we do value that space so much. I, I do want to talk uh, one more thing about the Don George Ford property. I think I just heard you say the city has stipulations for the purchase of that property, right? You want to have access to the lake still there. So part of the purchase agreement is finding a developer and a buyer for the property that will work with the city for some of the goals the city has, correct? Correct. And that's the key. Um, you know, we want, and it's not so much the city have it, but the public have access there continue to look at it, clean it up, and uh, it's valuable. It's a valuable small property, but the key is to get it out of the city's hands and get it into somebody, uh, a private developer that can make good use of it. So if I'm hearing right too, then the city wants to do a better job in now, because one of the criticisms we've heard in the past in the city is they haven't always protected the shorelines for their lakes, and they've let development happen, and obviously we see Unity Park, these kind of things that are helping to preserve the lake for every resident. Is that one of the things for your goals as well, is to make sure all residents have access to the lakes? A hundred percent, and at no cost. That's the key. I think you see our parks everywhere, and we do want to protect what makes us special as well as continuing to develop that housing that's necessary for the future of the city of Laporte, as well as 30 by 30, having 30,000 residents by 2030. Let's get to one caller before we are done. We've got the lines uh, uh, all on. You're on air with Tom Dermody. What's your question? Good afternoon. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll fix whatever this is, and we'll be right back here on 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back to the show, friends. You are listening to Sound Off. My name is Nate Laux. We have Mayor Tom Dermody on the show with us today. Having a little bit of phone issues, but we're going to try another caller right now and see what we got. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for calling. What's your question for Mayor Tom Dermody? Well, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Dermody. Steve hey, Hallfield. Uh, this is Steve Hallfield. Uh, I did pass on to Sam, so you should expect cupcakes next time she's in town. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Um also, 
you guys, your Burke Cook and his staff are doing great things. Have you ever thought about helping going out and having them help the county uh, to maybe get something motivated there? Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Uh, at once, he calls me Mr. Dermody. Like I said, we have fifth grade basketball together at Kingsbury. You don't have to call you me Mr. Dermody. You look official. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at one time, they were all together uh, a few years ago. And then each, you know, the county went in their direction, the city went in theirs. And so we love that, uh, you know, Bert is focused on everything and his team that the city, uh, in the city area, but would always. Uh, work well and help the county whenever they needed it to bring a project, which is good because a project that's good, whether it's in Kingsbury, um, somewhere else outside city limits, is good for the city of Laporte. And we want every area, whether Michigan City, Laporte, or the county, to be successful. Here's a comment we received through the text line again: two zero nine three six two zero five two two is a liquor vault on airline. We've called the street department six different times for the road on Ohio between Rumley and Scott Street. The road is lifting up. That's the that's the comment. Can you lifting up. Yeah. Well, yes. If you've called six times and have not received a response, um, text me or call me after the show at 363-7293. But you said at Ohio. And no, sorry. Rumley. Uh, sorry. The road on Ohio between Rumley and Scott. Yep. Rumley and Scott. I'm not sure what it means, lifting up. Drive by there afterwards, will you? And lift up. Yes. And But please text me, call me, and uh, I'm not sure what needs to be happened. I mean, obviously, funding is going to be very tight for roads. We only have a limited amount, and everybody wants their road done. And as you look, if I can get into the budget for a minute, you know, we're going to lose 25% of our budget next year. And think about that from a business perspective or everywhere else uh, due to the property tax caps. And I still support it for uh, to this day. It's good for homeowners. And local government has to rethink how we do things. Uh, people still want, despite that, despite that the legislature is going to be looking at eliminating business personal property tax, which, again, reduces our assessment as well if that passes, and I'm sure it will, uh, we need new ways to do things. And things flow downhill. We, as all local government, whether they're trustees, cities, or counties, have to be willing to set aside our own jobs and do what's right and do what's best. So whether that means there's no more township government or city or county, whatever it is, we all have to be open to talking about it. The Kern and Shepherd report could come back into play, and uh, we have to do what's right to move the community forward. All right, let's get to another. Oh, sorry, our last caller is gone. If you have a question for Mayor Tom Dermody, the Liquor Vault on airline is 219-362-0522. We'd be happy to take you on the show right now. Mayor Dermody, you talked about reforming some of the things because of budgets, and you mentioned the township trustees, these kind of things. What are what are some of the conversations that are happening at the state legislature level that are going to impact the local level? Well, I think the number one is, and the number one topic, as we talked about, is business personal property tax. That's great for businesses. It gives uh, developers another tool in their toolbox to compete with Michigan, Ohio, and other areas. So I think that's going to be one. But what does it do to city or local government? And we have to look at that. So part of that is annexation where services are being provided, uh, potentially looking at alternative revenues other than property taxes. People still want roads, sidewalks, police, fire. 
Is it a local option income tax? You know, we have to look at all the tools that we have in our toolkit, and I'll share the budget. I'll share the revenues that we have coming in because we can continue, and we are a balanced budget uh, in our a structurally balanced budget in our general fund for the first time since 2015 coming up in this new budget. So uh, we're being accountable. We're asking... Um, the city to do the same thing that residents do every day, uh, and that's to look at revenues and not spend more than they have coming in. So you talk about annexation, and obviously it's a topic that a lot of people are confused about, also not sure about these kind of things. And if you're making a case for those who are right outside the city, in an area that might get annexed or might talk about being annexed or something like that, make the case for why you think they should want to be in the city of Laporte proper. Well, I think services, number one, I mean, water, sewer, uh, and I'm not sure we should be providing water and sewer to those non-residents versus focused on the people that are paying the property taxes and the bills every day. So, uh, you know, in 39 North, again, we're getting data. We're looking forward to a meeting in November to review that. Uh, there's, there's quite a cost for upgrades, necessary upgrades that should have been done some time ago. But uh, the city can't take those costs on without something in return. So do you think the city in the past has given away more than it's received in some of these deals? You know, can't speak to what and why the decisions, but I can tell you moving forward, at least during this administration's four years, is the fact that, hey, we want to focus on residents and people that want services have to be our be a part of our community to receive them all right let's get to another call thank you so much for calling thanks for listening to the show it means so much what's your question for mayor dermody no all right we've got another question online here what sidewalks will be completed this year per the ada settlement we have that program coming out we're actually trying to combine it with 50 50 and some other dollars so uh that plan in fact we have a meeting this wednesday to talk about further sidewalks that need to get done and there's a lot of them and i just challenged our team to say how can we maximize where can we maximize other dollars uh for the sidewalks all right. Well, thank you so much uh, for these questions. We've got Mayor Tom Dermody on the show. If you've got a question for Mayor or a comment for Mayor Dermody about what's happening in the city of LaPorte, 219-362-0522. I want to talk a little bit about the North-South Economic Corridor or whatever you're calling it. Is this what you're still calling it right the now? The corridor, correct. All right, the corridor. So there's been, you know, obviously this is a county project. This is a state project. This is a city project. So many different stakeholders involved. It's a citizen project, right? There's, there's people certainly going to be impacted by it. Where's that at right now? You know, are all the stakeholders on the same place? You know, what's the timeline for this? Where, where is it at? Well, I'm not sure everybody's on the same page. We have elected officials that have somewhat meandered through whether they support it or not but uh, what i can tell you is nick minnick our city engineer has listened to the concerns listened to the issues and has really in fact will be proposing later today in a meeting uh, updating everybody on his corridor that according to nick and nick is a smart guy and i love having somebody from laporte come home to try to make a difference in our community uh will not impact or remove homeowners from their home and so i'm anxious to see what the latest update is but the key is whether you like it or not he's listened to the people and really focused on how can we continue to make progress 
without affecting uh, many lives. So for our listeners that maybe not have heard it before, this is obviously a uh, what m- some might call, though I've been told not to call it, a bypass around a certain part of Laporte that goes north-south that will go hopefully closer to the toll road or 20 uh, there, you know, roughly around the east side, Burger King, you know, uh, you'll be able to turn off. So you don't have to come through Laporte. Now, for those that have been critical of this, obviously it's a high cost. How much is this project going to cost the city, though? Well, I don't know how much it'll cost the city in the end. You have federal funds, you have state funds, you have county funds, and you have somewhat local funds uh, for roads that you can't use for other things. And I think a lot depends what's going to happen to the federal infrastructure bill for new construction, which obviously uh, this is an impactful one, and we might as well compete with the rest of the communities that are competing for new construction uh, on that portion again depending on what the bill says in final but uh, a big part of that uh, could be covered federally that normally we would not have funds to do a hundred percent of it so between all the areas and getting the state to maintain it and then freeing up the downtown boy from our perspective and then even maybe connecting to Thomas Rose so those trucks those deliveries that are happening to our industrial customers can get on, get off, make their delivery, and back on the way without having to come through downtown. And I will say, I, I know Nick Minnick well. He's a friend of mine, but he's also a farm kid. He grew up on a farm here in LaPorte. He wants to maintain as much farmland as possible. So I know there's this balance, right, leveraging the development of the city, uh, the future of the city, but also trying to be good neighbors to all those in the county that, and, and impact them as least as possible, correct? And that's why, and you bring up a great, great point, that that's exactly why Nick's perfect for this, because he does care about farmland. He is trying to protect that. And the other thing, I get it, but people need to recognize this is not your grandfather's corridor. You know, it's different. It's tighter. It's leaner. It's more the sustainability that goes with it uh, is much different than how roads were, I guess, produced in the past. And I think if people have an open mind to listen to it, to look at it, they're going to say, wow, this this could work. You, sir, know nothing about my grandfather or his corridors. (laughs) All right, let's get to another color. Thank you so much for calling. Are you on the air with us today? Good afternoon. Hello. Welcome to the show. I hear heavy breathing. All right, let's get to another caller. Hello. Thank you so much for calling the show. Hopefully you're online with us. What's your question for Mayor Dermody? All right. Let's end that one. All right. I'm going to give you a secret here. You're on a 10-second delay, callers. So when you call in, you're going to be hearing a live feed of what you're you're actually getting. And so listen to the phone call. Listen to what you're getting through the receiver. Don't listen to what you're hearing on the radio because you're going to be 10 seconds delayed. And then we're just all going to be sitting here awkwardly looking at each other. Everyone doesn't know what to do. It's like the high school dance again where I'm on one side. The girls I like on the other side. I don't know what to do. There's just awkwardness. We're all looking at each other. And I saw Jackie there across the way at our dance my junior year with her dingo boots on. Did you ask her to dance? I did. All right, look at you. All right, let's let's. Uh, sorry, we're having some phone issues. We're gonna take a break. I'm gonna try to fix this, guys. Actually, who am I kidding? I can't fix anything. We're our producers gonna try to fix some things. We'll be back. Keep it here on 96.7 The Eagle. 
Welcome back, friends, and thank you for being patient with us today. We're having some phone issues. We're not sure what it is, but again, if you call in, make sure you listen to your phone, not the radio, because you are on a 10-second delay, and it'll just be 10 seconds of awkwardness while you wait for the radio to catch up with the actual show. We've got Mayor Tom Dermody on the show, 219-362-0522. Let's get to a caller and see how that goes. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for calling. What's your question for Mayor Tom Dermody? Good afternoon. We don't bite. All right. Let's get to a questions that I have, Mayor Germany. Are you ready for these? Let's All right. stir it up. All right. So let's talk a little bit about pay for uh, your laborers and things like this that are maybe not department heads. But all these other places in Laporte, the factories, the fast food restaurants are having to pay more. We're seeing a lot of then governmental. I, I did a study, or I, I read a study a couple episodes ago about the governmental workers having a harder time finding because, again, a lot of people don't realize that the government, just like you are doing right now, you live by a budget and you approve a budget, and that's the budget it is. Now you can come back to the council and ask for some more money, but typically it's not as easy as a business to say, well, we're just going to pay some more money. What are you going to do to maybe hopefully increase wages, not only for laborers, but for fire department, police, and stuff like this? while you're also trying to constrain your budget. Well, and that's a great point. You can't be everything to everybody. And one thing is, if you don't have the people to take care of our parks, the police, the fire, um, our civic, uh, everywhere, water, wastewater, which think about if we didn't have quality individuals uh, handling our water and wastewater, what that would be. And so what we've focused on is investment in our people in this budget. They have an opportunity. They can go into the private market. Uh, they can go to other city governmental agencies that may have paid more. This budget is about investing in our people, and uh, you're going to see um, wages go up so that we can keep people to keep the water clean, keep the wastewater moving, keep our uh, our parks clean, and then obviously public safety, keeping uh, public safety safe, uh, our residents safe. And uh, that's our focus. But one of the things we're going to do is we're going to start basing these increases or potential increases in the future based on performance, not just on showing up every day. And that's something we as government have to get away from, in my mind, is start basing it on performance, not just years of service. All right, let's try one one more caller and see what we got here. Hello, thank you so much for calling. Thanks for listening. What's your question for Mayor Dermody? I literally hear you. Yes, yes. yes. You go. You're cutting it out. Can you hear me? Yes, yep, sir. We got you. What's your question? Uh, uh, on your uh, city workers, there uh, you've lost like uh, fifteen guys in seven years, and uh, we're gonna have to—they're uh, gonna have to up that money there because they can go somewhere for a union job or something and make twice as much money. But another thing too, real quick, is about the leaves. You're gonna be picking them leaves up with a snow uh, with a uh, vacuum. Now you're gonna have to tell people don't be throwing bricks and sticks, or you ain't gonna pick them up because that screws up your machine there and slows down the whole process. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling, and thanks for getting through. You're our only second caller to get through today. Well, that is true about the leaves. We get That time will be coming, and uh, that's why we're focused in uh, investing in our people in this uh, budget so we can keep those people, the quality individuals we have, to do that work and helps move us for the future of Laporte. Are leaf pickup days decided yet? They, at least not to me, they're not, but again, we will be announcing that as well as fall cleanup, which will be happening in the, I believe, the third weekend of 
uh, October, but we'll have that updated as well. All right. Well, again, Mayor Dermody, I, I appreciate you being on the show. We've got Mayor Tom Dermody. You're also welcome to, if you really want to get your question through, you could text us. That always gets through, 209-362-0522. We really apologize for our phone issues today. We're not real sure what's going on. Uh, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll Everything was fine for Tradio, so we're just not sure what's happening. I don't want to squarely put the blame on our guests today for the problems, but I'm not. I'm saying it's not... We're not sure that it's not the guest, is what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, so Mayor Dermody, the caller said we got to get wages up for staff. All right, you've lost some firefighters, you've lost some people that are going to other cities. You're not just competing against union jobs in you know the mill or anything. Give if somebody's thinking about you know coming to the port city to work at the police or the parks department or the street department what is it about the city of the port that they should choose over the other places well number one i mean i think when you look at police for example south bend is out recruiting uh heavily and they want people to come to south bend to work i mean obviously maybe more pay but also what type of situations you're dealing with in south bend that you have we want people though that want to be here in laporte that want to work for the city of Laporte, and then let's reward them for being here. Uh, Laporte, again, as I talk about every day, we're going to compete with the best, and need, we need the quality of individual that, number one, wants to be here, but number two, will do their job, whatever that might be. And part of that is, and we've already shown it in our first year and a half, increasing pay and public safety. We still have work to do, um, but we focused on that last year. This year, we're focused on the other departments, and we're going to continue to work uh, to keep, or at least provide an option for those individuals that want to be here to stay here live a quality life uh, make income to support a family uh, and be proud that they work for uh, this community all right here's the text we received you're a school board member in laporte do you think the the school system made the right decision to on the mass mandate i don't think there's a right decision either way i mean no matter what you do you're going to have 50 percent of the people wrong 50 percent of the you know people are going to be happy uh, we haven't put a mask mandate uh, or a vaccination mandate for, and I'll speak just from the city's perspective, um, and we see what's coming down federally. And I'm working every day to provide options with other um, healthcare providers to provide the vaccine to people that want to get it and hopefully educate it. I just saw a study that said in the state of Indiana this year, um, in the month of September, 94% of the people that passed away uh, were unvaccinated. Now, they could have had comorbidities. I'm not here to argue, debate it. Uh, but my job uh, as a part of all this is just to tr try to provide and promote uh, the options for those that are interested. So, you know, the s school board. They made that decision. It's a, it's a tough situation, and uh, you don't want to have to. I hate wearing the masks, and I wear them for other people. I was just in church Saturday evening, and I, I came in. I didn't wear it, but then the older people that were in front of me, out of respect, I said, absolutely, I'll wear it. Um, so, And I'm vaccinated. So my mask, it's about helping fellow man, fellow woman, uh, and doing your part. Maybe the 5G that's coming from your vaccination site is the thing that's ruining our phone lines today. All right, let's get to another caller. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks for, for being with us today. What's your question or comment for Mayor Dermody? Hello, you yes, there? Yes, sir. Yes. I inquired about your dumpsters at the water department and the street department. Correct. And they're about nine foot tall. How can the average person try to get something in it? 
Well, I think it takes help. You need some people there, but it hasn't stopped many people that uh, have put stuff in because they're still being taken away. They're still being filled. So uh, I would try to find some young people that can help throw it over. Um, but th- that's just an option that we provide. The other part will be fall cleanup uh, that'll be coming up at the end of the October. And I wouldn't uh, if I didn't do this, Councilman Galloway said, we're trying to correct the wages they've been lacking for at least 20 years. Just give us a chance, he says. I mean, you can understand why some people are waiting. They've been waiting for 20 years, yes. and they're saying, well, it's it's time. And that's why this budget and what's one more year. So hopefully this year they'll see it in the next hey, couple of days. Hey, I'm not. I'm with your employees on this. What's one more year? It's one more year. All right. Let's. Uh, we've got uh, just one one quick question yes. uh, that you can give an answer to, and then we're going to be done for the day. Thank you so much for being patient with our our phone issues today. Okay, do you have plans on repairing the road down by Renolit and Fastpack? I'm only asking because I've worked there for years and hundreds of people drive over that street every day and it's terrible. Darlington is a terrible road um, as long as well as Truesdale are two of the most embarrassing roads. So yes, it is in the plan. There's also some water sewer things that have to go on there. But Darlington is a, definitely a part of the plan as is Truesdale. All right, what else you got to add for the last minute here? 363-7293 is my cell. Call me, text me, ask me anything. I mean, you don't have to worry about not hurting feelings. Just call me, text me, or follow us, Tom Dermody, or City of LaPorte Facebook page. Um, And I look forward to the next time that Nate allows me on the show. We'll see. All right, hey, thank you so much for listening today. Thanks for being patient with our phone um, issues. Again, we'll work on that. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Sound Off Podcast wherever fine podcasts are found or go to hometownnewsnow.com and you can find it there. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and keep it right here on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7 The Eagle.com.